Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Hello, welcome to TFLP. We're live tonight, uh, July 5th, um, episode 437. I am Lucas. I'm here tonight with Christian. What up? Peter. Forever Destron. Paul. What up? And Phil. Good evening. Hey. Phil Switch. <laughs> So, uh, so tonight uh, we are talking about reissues and kind of just going over some of the recent ones and what we think about them and what we'd like to see and, and all that type of thing. I know, Christian, you've had this big debate that we've been talking about, um, you know, offline, too. So we'll probably get into some of that as well. So Wait, wait, wait. wait. Reissues? Reissues. I thought, we were, I thought we were talking about, like, issues. Like, issues in the fandom. Because there's a lot of them. <laughs> Like I thought this was a we'll psychological discussion. Yeah, I thought well, we can we can do that as well. About specific issues of the comic. Um, <laughs> no, I guess we missed those two little letters. <laughs> R E. Okay, What's no one a ever said reading was your strong suit. No, it's not re re. I just know reading, it as a adding adding. Yeah. adding. I, I can't see those two letters. But what? So what's a reissue, Christian? when an old toy comes out again years later a lot of times it's g1 although Doesn't there that really have to be now, so, years you know. later like what's the time period that you would call it a reissue yeah like they reissued this recently this masterpiece starscream didn't this just come out it came out in 2019 now it's coming out in 2021 whatever year no, everyone's posting photos of this like masterpiece Starscream. Masterpiece Starscream. This is how it came out the first time. Yeah. Is this not a reissue? It's not. Although if they reissued that Prime, that it actually is <gasps> calling you out. Yes, that would be a reissue. So sometimes it's toys that come out twice in a quick time frame. But I think what we're talking about tonight, Luke, unless I'm mistaken, is. Toys from older lines that are coming out like now. That's kind of what I was thinking, but we can also hit on. I know Ron was talking about he wishes they would reissue the Thrilling Thirty Metroplex because he doesn't want to pay the late tax. So I, I can you know see... what? That's a fair point. But they have reissued that multiple times. They have over they the reissued years. it once. Once didn't it had, there was I SDCC Takara. U.S. blah 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 SAGCon and then the reissue for Legends, which was a mall exclusive. Yeah. So and if you don't have all of them, then you're not collecting properly. 
I don't yeah. have one reissue issues because those are in such quick succession that it was over the course of a year. Those are all reissues. The, well, the, like the first four were over the course of a twelve month period, and then there was the three years issues, later one exclusive and one reissue. To me, to me, yeah. Le- Legends is the only official like reissue. They yes. just it's like the same toy, the same barcode. Everything's pretty much the same, although there are always little differences. But they're, they're, they mean to almost have it like, hey, here's the same toy at a different time period. But if you don't have it at all, then you're happy to have any of them with differences or no. I'm not yeah. saying I guess, people I guess are happy to get toys. Is, We're just talking about the same toy that comes out later. I guess my point, though, is like if you weren't collecting 10 years ago when that came out, you didn't get any one of those because they came out in such a quick time frame. Versus, well, get, all right. Well, get wrecked. Where were you? You were snoozing. Yeah. Are, been asleep. Hey, well, well, some, same some thing. Some people, people are, might not oh, be old I wasn't enough. here in 1986, so now I'm going to cry about the hot rod that I missed or it's packaged backwards or whatever. And here we are. I've got my hot rod, and it's different from the 1986 hot rod, which is different from the 1986 hot rod, which is the rubber tires and the metal toes. What are we talking about here? This is going to devolve into variant speak here in a second. You know what? Wait, it already has. So reissues are what? I need a definition, a real definition, not, oh, it's slightly different. Oh, it's the same. Oh, the barcode and the skew and the assortment and where it was okay, released okay. and whatever. Let's, let's distill this for you. What, what we're really talking about is I'll go backwards in time. The recent Walmart series of reissues for G1 and Beast Wars. And vintage G1, Vintage Beast Wars, yes? Correct, yes. Those guys. And then prior to that, the Platinum reissues, and then prior to that... Uh, That's like Universe 3.0. What about the Takara book reissues? Takara book... I'm, I'm going backwards. The, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, Takara okay. Well, well, then we have, we got to do Encore first. we got to do Encore, Encore then Takara Encore book. After that. Yeah. And then all the New Year's stuff on the 20, uh, 15th anniversary. And Peter, if you want to get technical about it, we can do European classics if you want. Yes, we can. Which are all slightly different from their original versions. I don't think Peter ever shies away of getting technical when it comes to reissues or variants. He doesn't, and that's why I threw that to him. Yeah. So, yeah, older toys from vintage series that are coming out now. Encore is a good good. Good way, good place to start on that, I guess. Or if you want, we go back to book box. We go back to classics. Where do you want to start? I want to. If we're gonna do, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say, like, I I realize it's kind of an offshoot, but like, if they reissued something and it was exactly the same, like, but years later, would that make like to where you would have an extremely difficult time trying to figure out which one was the original, which one was the new one? Would that be like? Would you be upset about that? We okay, so this has to go into variant speak because we're going to talk devastators. Let's talk yeah, devastators. We'll talk I got devastators. my dude over here. He knows what we're talking about. I see you, Paul. I say I see you smiling. I love, I love this. Okay, so school us, please. I'm not here to school anybody, but if, but devastator was released what four times in Gen One in various countries and stuff. And each one had a different copyright stamp, whether it was Takara, Takara Hasbro, it was blocked out, made in Japan, made in Macau, made in wherever. Right. So if the copyright stamp is different, then I don't care. A reissue is a reissue. 
that's fine. I can I can tell the difference. Most of the time, you can tell the difference by plastic color, even if it's just a slight variation, like the vintage G1 Walmart issue versus Gen 1 versus IGA versus whatever. Uh, you should be able to tell just by looking at it the, the difference between the yellow Gen 1s, the mid-yellows, and your Gen 2 stuff. should be able to pop them real quick without having to look at the copyright stamps or dig around for packaging. Um, so if the figure was identical, I wouldn't have an issue with it at all, so long as the copyright stamp re reflected the difference in the date of the issue and, you know, and the tooling, obviously, it's when they mess with the, the, the dates. But um, like the, the, the train bot, same thing. They changed the, the, the stamps on all of them between the Diaclone, the 1986, I'm sorry, 87 Headmasters, and then the 1990 Zone. They all have different tells uh, in the tooling. So there are going to be differences. So you can have an identical one, and it's not going to be identical. There's there's no way they can make an I say that, but I'm sure there is some knockoff company that's going to do it. But um, There should be no way to have an identical, identical, identical toy reissued 30, 40 years later. True. But is the point to make it identical, or is the point to make it as close as possible to what old people remember from their childhood? Cicada Cicada, right? I mean, Randall wants wants Metroplex. He doesn't care which... I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to speak for him because, ha he wants a Metroplex from that mold. He doesn't care if it has chromy legs or extra accessories or extra sticker sheets or the, the little... These guys in this color, or the little those guys in that color, or whatever the aerial bots and, and Trailbreaker and whoever else came with them, the little slug guys. Um, he just wants a Metroplex to put on his shelf so he can be like, "Yeah, I got a Metroplex." And a lot of people, that's what they want. They want Hot Rod, they want Starscream, they want Hot Carl or whoever, and good for them. And oh, I hope Carl. they get. I, Hot Carl's my favorite. He's my favorite. I mean, he's my favorite cobra guy he's my favorite septicon he's just like he's in every series and he is my absolute favorite every time awesome. he shows up he's yeah. just a steaming pile of awesome and i love it um so yeah so if, if you just need that that character that mold that that version to fill a slot in your collection then by all means buy reissues have fun with them i buy all the reissues anyway and i don't display any of those suckers they all go in a tote and i forget that they exist until we have conversations like this well, for, you know, for me, like, I, I honestly, depending on the figure, I almost kind of prefer just getting a reissue to the original. Like, an example of that would be Fort Max, the the one that Takara reissued. How many years ago has it been now? It's, it, that was several Eight. years ago. Eight years 12, ago. I think. But anyway, nevertheless, I was really excited to get that because for $300 or whatever it was um, at the time... I could get one that felt minty fresh that had like the box and the styrofoam and had all the pieces. I didn't have to and worry about tracking it down and the sword. I didn't have to worry about like yellowing. I didn't have to worry about inspecting Cause like a lot of the things, especially if you're buying things online, it could be a challenge inspecting them to make sure. Like if you're at a convention, like you can look at it yourself and be like, yeah, but you know, this is in the condition that I want. Uh, you know, the figures as tight as I want, you know, whatever it may be uh, with some of these G1 figures. But if you're buying online, a lot of times, like I just kind of like, Oh, I, I, you know, it's fresh in the package. And like, I almost get that experience that it would be very challenging to get um, you know, like you, the amount of money I would have to spend to get a, a, you know, sealed, 
you know, G1 figure, and then I wouldn't probably want to open it. Um, whereas, like, I almost kind of get to have that experience with the reissue, like, from Walmart or wherever it may be. It'd be like, ah, oh, here, here's my 10 bucks, my 20 bucks, whatever it may be for, you know, the mini bots. Yeah, I mean, I know this Walmart reissue Bumblebee is not identical to the original Bumblebee. I know they didn't, he didn't have his head back in the day. I'm okay with it. I got him on my G1 shelf. He's he's stiff. He 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 doesn't you know flop over like a G1 toy might. So I'm I'm very content with it sitting on my G1 shelf. And honestly, I don't care if my son you know starts to play with it either, yeah. you know, because it's it's a, a new toy, but it, it it fits that spot on my G1 shelf, you know, very very well. Now other people would say you know feel that that's that's blasphemy. You can't have a reissue like that on a G1 shelf. Whatever that that's your own personal preference, but. I like these reissues that they've been doing. I'd like to continue to see more. Um, I'm, I'm kind of cool with reissues all the way through R.I.D. Anything after R.I.D. Once you get to the Unicron trilogy, I don't want to see reissues. I'm good with reissues of any of the toys that came before Unicron trilogy. That sounds like a personal issue. You it have does sound like a personal issue. Why, yeah. why, would you, why would you make the cut there? And I because another, is, another is question it like for your collection is like is that what you would do for like everybody like you don't think there should ever be reissues from well if I was later. running Hasbro um, right exactly <laughs> so I would uh, I I just personally think that the RID toys are pretty darn awesome you know X Bron Prawl Sideburn uh, you know those are good toys I mean they've done reissues of that Optimus you know Fire Convoy whatever you want to call them. Um, and Ultra Magnus, so I think those are good. We'll talk you about know, those that. are really. What's we'll that? We'll get there. We'll we'll talk about those two. We'll we'll yeah. get there. But 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 you know, those are good toys. Once you get to the Unicron trilogy, those are bad toys, and for the most part, not every single one's bad, but they're they're it's, lousy toys. That's subjective. I mean, they they that's toned subjective. it. They they were completely. They were aiming for a completely different demographic when they moved to UT. Yeah. Uh, so. The complication ratchets up on R.I.D. Much lead. But those are some bodies that, yeah, Christian, don't eat lead. It, it's those are some absurd, kids G1s. Me, yeah. Those are some kids G1 toys. That that was their foot. That was their introduction to Transformers. And as chunky and as clunky and as goofy as the Armada Hotspot is, that's someone's favorite toy. That's their first Transformer. That's their dude. And they grew up with that dude and they love that dude. So if, if, if Takara or Hasbro or whoever wants to do reissues of that dude with his freaking face and his bazooka head tube thing yeah, and his I'd awful feet and his awful hands, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. And I would try not to be judgmental, but I would totally be judgmental. What do you that. want to get an Armada Prime that doesn't have GPS? Armada Prime has GPS? In the elbows. Does he? I, Phil, I want to know who these these transformer Illuminati are that are, that are ragging on people for having the reissues on their shelf. Like I, I'm not saying that I know there's specific people who would do that. Or I, do you I just think there are people like that? I'm quite certain. Well, I shouldn't say I'm quite certain. I, I would not be shocked at all to, to hear people say like, Oh, if you've got a G one shelf, you shouldn't have reissues on that. I like mean, if you were a true Collecticon, you wouldn't have reissues on your shelf. Well, I, I'd say, 
I, I don't think there's any problem with having reissues mixed with non-reissues, unless you're like claiming you have a complete like G1 original line and it's like full of reissues, yeah. and it's like, what do you? No, no. you don't. I've but got it, all the G1 guys. It's like eight book, eight book bots, and a couple of the Walmart things. Like this entire G1 line, I got it all. Some of these reissues, you go back to like G2, which those were not like considered reissues. Those were new toys, but like those have their own value now and the whole game around them. And the reissues, like the each phase of reissues, time passes, and they each have their own mystique around them like the book the book style ones and like that's yeah. when we started getting accessories for the first time that were like show accurate that you never got i think there's a, like that bumblebee you showed that is a superior toy to the yeah. original that is the best bumblebee that's the g1 bumblebee in my opinion that's ever come out it's got all the good things that have come throughout the years and it's it's great that it came out again i mean that that toy is actually worth some money just that reissue but you have to know it's you have to have someone that wants various reissues because they they care about the nuances between them. And I guess my um, point about why I put that cut off at the Unicron trilogy is that once I get to the Unicron trilogy and we're seeing this a little bit, we've seen it a, a little bit in the last five or ten years, but I think more so lately with third parties, is you're getting much better toys of those characters in new modern versions. So like Fans Hobby Naval Commander is from everything I've heard an awesome toy aside from the QC issues, but that I would much rather have that than a reissue of Armada Prime. Let's dig in on that because that's why I wanted to talk about reissue. That's why I came on this episode. Um, I have stopped wanting to get most reissues, even for Beast Wars, which was you know my G one, because there's better toys. Like I don't. I don't need G1 toys. I wasn't there for it. I'm not bonded to them. There are way better versions now in the War for Cyberman trilogy or uh, even Prime Wars. There's better stuff back then. Same with Beast Wars. There's way better toys of Primal Cheetor, Rat Trap, and Megatron in Kingdom. Cheetor, but still, it's a modern figure versus the same price for something that came out 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Well, what was the Unicron trilogy uh, Prime and Ultra Magnus that they like reissued? They did a few years ago, and it was like really expensive. And then there was all they kinds did not. of issues with it. That did not happen. Uh, you're thinking of Robots in Disguise. Oh, that's or Car Robots Optimus Car and Robot. Magnus. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, uh, Peter, which one was it that was all messed up? Because one of them was more messed up than the other. What do you mean? Or they, I, one of them had Magnus. really bad mold degradation. The other one was kind of okay, but they recalled oh, the entire set. Bad. They recalled everything. Yeah, I mean, I took it as they recalled everything, so pff, it was all bad. Yeah, but yeah, it was the the God Magnus. Yeah, God, uh, Godfire Convoy in the Encore line. It was the I guess the last issue of the Encore line. That was, that was the last Encore. Yeah, and they didn't even get to the good stuff like Overlord and Lyo Kaiser and Victory Saber and, and Star Convoy and Diatlas. Well, mm. And my big hope was that we would get a not quite Blackfire convoy from that issue. Because we got, you know, not quite Lucky Draw Big Blue convoy or Blue blue Big convoy, whichever the order those words go in, and not quite Unicron of Light. Like, it, they're based on Lucky Draws, but they're not the same things. So the Lucky Draws are still there, but everyone can get the cool thing. So I was like, yeah, Blackfire convoy, that's coming. And then 
it got recalled. But that the thing really I thought sad. was interesting about that was, is it was, those were pretty expensive, weren't they? Like when they did the reissue and it's like, you can like, literally get the original figures for similar, yeah. similar price, right? Like less, way less. What was the retail? I feel like it, it was, was like 359 or 350. It was, it was like 350, I think with shipping and everything. Uh, and then, they, and then they were all messed up. I, I mean, I don't know with, with the U S versions, I, I didn't open my, my uh, car robot ones, but I opened my RID ones and even combined that o- Omega Prime or whatever it was a big floppy top heavy mess. Mine, yeah, I had to like lean them up against the thing uh, to get him to, to stand. He, he does his best. So he tries and he looks, I mean, he's a lot of fun, but uh, yeah, it looks cool. Eh, yeah. But, but that's the thing I think that like you're, you're going to have an issue with reissuing some of the Unicron trilogy toys just because there was so much plastic involved with them that like it's prohibitively expensive. Plus the electronics, like all of that kind of stuff. Like I, I think it would actually be hard to, to redo them. Like I feel like it's almost easier to redo G1 figures than it is some of those Unicron trilogy figures. Well, let's talk about price in those G1 figures. Um, we've had G1 Soundwave issued multiple times since, you know, mm-hmm. Bookbox and then TRU. Did TRU get one? I don't know. No, TRU got classics because Soundwave got the later on that. Anyway, the price on him has steadily gone up over the years. The most recent Walmart one came with no tape, it came with Buzzsaw, it was $50. Yeah. Which I don't know. I don't think G1 Soundwave as a toy is worth fifty dollars anymore. That's just maybe subjective to me. You, you didn't have to wait long to not pay fifty dollars for them. Yeah. Most of the most of the Walmart exclusive or reissues, you know, got got discounted pretty abruptly. Um, you know, I, I'm not saying you're not, wrong. Not Soundwave. I think there's a market for that. Yeah, not Soundwave. Prime, Prime kind of. He stayed around for a while. Prime came without the trailer. But it was, it was interesting. Still $50. Some of the ones like uh, the Hot Rod, you know, those things went on deep, deep discount. But then there's other ones like the Devastator was really hard to find if you didn't get it right away. And the same thing with the Starscream, too. Like both of those, like, for what, you know, for whatever reason. Yeah, and the mini bots were really hard to find for the first couple of months. And then they proliferated for the B movie, which was nice. But. I, I did really like that first wave of the vintage G1 Walmart reissues. You know, I'd never had a B, a Seeker, or a Devastator before, so it was nice to have mm-hmm. that as like, a, I'm an adult collector, so I should have these things in my collection. And that's a mentality that I've gotten away from since then. You know, I, I got Warpath and Gears after that because I like Warpath and Gears as an arc dude, but like, my heart's just not in getting reissues anymore. But you aren't a casual fan, and for the casual dad and the casual fan who who exactly. wants that sound wave, oh, I remember Shockwave. He's my favorite tape deck guy. Shockwave's the coolest. He was all like, I'm a bad guy, and I beep, boop, boop, and he would throw the tapes at people like, yeah, I remember that. And you're like, oh, that's, that's who that's for. the question, who, yeah, is that who that's for, or is it for us? It's not, for kids. It's, it's not it, yeah. for kids. Yeah, it's not for kids. I, I think it's for both us and the the casual, you know, nostalgia, you know, paying shopper at Walmart. Dude, they you sold it at Walmart. It's for Walmart right. customers. It's it doesn't Walmart matter customers. beyond that. Yeah. It's you're, for Walmart right. customers. I, I'm, you know I'm in really into though. Florida Walmart customers. It's where I'm. I am really into what they just did with the Titans Return Headmasters at Walmart. They put those in the G1 yeah. boxes. Man, if they would put just the whole 84 line in those G1 boxes, 
I buy the crap out of a gun. You want to see me buy online twice? That's how you do it. Well, and that's because it's a modern figure in a yeah. classic box. I, I'm all about that. Please, please give that to me for the 40th anniversary in two years, three years. Really, so, so wait, really like- let, me, let me clarify this. Are you saying yeah. you want the newer versions of the toys in the old yes. packaging? Okay. Put Earthrise, yeah. Put Earthrise Sunstreaker Earthrise in it. Prime. Yeah, yeah, any of them. Sun, whatever, all of those dudes. Yeah. Put them in the classic box, and I will make an in-package display. I'll become an in-package collector for that line, because those are the right toys. Those are the toys I've always wanted, but they look like the old toys, which I never had because I'm not as old as you guys are. Except for brains. I mean, that's amazing to me. That would be cool. That's what I want, actually. Because they're because they're like here's the ultimate version of your old toys exactly and that's and in my own collecting journey that's what I've been going after and that's what I feel like I've been getting with Earth Rising Kingdom figures of these eighty four and eighty five dudes like yeah. it, this this is it this is the best version I'm not getting another one now they put it in the classic box and I have one loose that's awesome and I have one in package that's awesome and I become that guy and I retire I guess I don't know. The one thing I think that they should do this too is a, a lot of people want to have all the Transformers in this newer style and whatnot, um, but it's hard to do that, uh, especially if you're not in the U.S. And so, you know, if you didn't get on that, uh, whatever, the, you know, the uh, exclusive to Target or the exclusive to Walgreens or whatever it may be, um, you know, if you snoozed on it, like, you know, now it's $200 on the aftermarket um, and whatnot. I mean, you would right. love you, to see you a get, You get stuff. your blue streaks, your ratchets, your prowls, and your iron hides that were ex- horribly exclusive two years, three, I guess three years ago by the time this will happen. And you put them out in the classic packaging, and now they're more available. Right. I guess my sentiment with that is I'm not an inbox collector in any shape or form. So the new vintage um, headmasters at, at Walmart, I skipped. Um, I just, I, I, I've got those toys already. Uh, yeah, the heads I have are different, but, but it's like I don't, I don't really care. I've got the toys I want. The boxes. I've got a couple of them to to replace and mix and match because they had some better colors. But yeah, I'm not connected to those dudes like I am to the '84 dudes. So like I don't really care to keep those in pack. I kept the boxes themselves, but I'm not keeping them in package. See, but I I love the headmasters. I love the target masters, the headmasters. Give me those Cybertronian spaceships and tanks and cars like any day of the week. So so that is my wheelhouse right there. And even still with that, I was like, eh. interesting. I, I mean, I think that there is a lot of different reasons that people might have to pick up those headmasters. You know, one, it was the Takara versions like over there and, you know, over here in the U.S. And I can't remember. I think some of the, the colors are a little bit different depending on the version, like, uh, you know, which one it was and whatnot. So if you're a variant collector, you can get that, too. And then, like, if you're just a brand new collector and you just got in a couple years ago and you want headmasters, like... Here you go, because again, and like that's, that's the, the same things... thing with our commenters thing earlier in the show that you know, they weren't collecting when Metroplex came out. So here's Metroplex. They weren't collecting when Headmasters came out. So here's right. the you know normal Headmasters. Well, you know, and it's funny. It's one of those things where I didn't even. Did really we not do think... the question before you could observe the cast of how long you've been collecting? You need to say at least twenty years. I thought we put that that like you know <laughs> screener in there. Come on, Lucas, get on that. Get on that. We don't we don't need casuals watching us. 
Yes. Please, everyone, watch this. I don't care how. No, no, we're, yeah, Phil, Phil is joking. So. Yes. Heavy sarcasm. Please in case, yeah, in case, in case you didn't catch the sarcasm or whatnot. But yeah, uh, yeah you know, it's it's funny because you know, like we we're all collecting with Combiner Wars and all that, but there's a lot of people that didn't, and then those some of those figures are very expensive now too. That you know, I don't know, you don't even think about the fact that they were plentiful and some of that stuff was going on clearance at the time, and then now it's you know. I mean, that's just part of the. Right. the game you know like i don't but not get... every line not every line does what combiner wars did i don't know what the hell kind of magic was in combiner wars i hated most of those figures but the sauce apparently was super sweet for a lot of casual people and it got them into collecting uh, in, a, in a big way in a way to drive the prices up to now we see what you know what we're dealing with at retail i think for most collectors they want all of it or they want all like what whatever their all of it is yeah they, they, they say they want it. all of it but all of it right but, <laughs> but but when i when i say that is is they want to be able to have all the characters that they thought of from the cartoon or from their childhood or whatever it may be and so like that's one of the things i feel like a lot of people dumped their classics back in the day for masterpiece because they didn't necessarily got all of it like you'd have this that whatever you'd have to piece it together with third party stuff and whatever and you still have to do that with masterpiece but the styles are more consistent with masterpiece whatever and so i think that you see that now with like a bigger audience because you know um it's you know kids and and you know the price point is is lower to where more people can kind of you know be on a in on it um that people say oh well i can i can get all the figures that i wanted as a kid or like all the cartoon stuff and whatnot well they Combining. think they can they think they can and they, they get all the easy ones and then they like you know the and it's like oh yeah what about prowl oh you know like they they weren't they weren't aware of the diligence it took to get everything they actually wanted because they're new to the game. Or what if they want Sunstreaker, Wheeljack, or Mirage or the Dinobots? Those toolings don't exist anymore. Are we talking about G1 now? G1. We're, we're, back, we're back to G1, but okay, I missed uh, case, in point, <laughs> case in point, <laughs> Soundwave, where were you? He, was, oh, he hey. was on the modern stuff. He was on modern oh, stuff and, and tracking down Prowl and how hard it is if you weren't yeah. in oh, on the... Sorry, my mistake. My I mistake. thought we were talking sorry. about we were talking no, no, about Titan Returns and Combiner Wars and all that stuff. Sorry, sorry, I went backwards. I thought you had gone there. No. I, that's my mistake. No, but it's all good because what you brought up, what Paul said and what Lucas said, if you combine all three of those things, you can finally get the dude that you want in the ultimate form of the dude in the package that reminds you of you being a kid and you're not paying masterpiece prices. So you're not breaking the bank and it's available at Walmart. So anyone can get it, which is great. Sorry, Phil, if you don't like packaging, then you just toast. I guess, I guess to me, like if they started doing like if the legacy toy line, which is rumored to be the next line after kingdom, if they start doing G1 packaging and like, hey, here's a new version of G1 Prime, a new toy, new mold, and that, like, boom, all about it. I want it. And, and I might keep the packaging. But but to give me a toy I already have and packaging um, that's new, I'm, I'm not that kind of collector. Good. And that's fair. Because you that's don't fair. have to be the same kind of crazy that the rest of us are. Yeah. Christian, weren't you the one like you know trying to help me to be less crazy about my collecting recently and how to was scale I? back? Yes. Oh, then yes, I was. 
Yes. You, you were helping me to be more selective about what I purchase. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. You know what? You're being selective right now. Great. But for me, yeah. the, you know, that, the thing that I mentioned, the, the ultimate version in the old packaging, that's a slam dunk for me. But I'm but glad it's not I, slam dunk for you because that means you can avoid it. I feel like at least, I mean, not, not necessarily Peter, but like the rest of us probably try to talk to each other about being more selective with our collecting. Um, now, True. Peter usually, I feel like, is, is a good enabler. Um, I feel like if I if I'm on the fence about buying something, I just like, hey, Peter, should I buy it? And he's like, yes, of course. But, um, you know, the rest of us, you're like, oh, I should, you know, do I really need these headmasters? Do I really need these reissues of the Beast Wars guys and whatnot? And you're like, nah. Let's talk about the Beast Wars guys for a second, because Lucas, you know, I've been anguishing about them for a couple months yeah. now. And that also helped inspire me coming on tonight. Um, I originally had all four ordered. There's, there's four. There's Optimus Primal, Megatron, Cheetor, and Rattrap. That's the first wave of Beast Wars reissues. Will there be subsequent ones? We don't know. But those are the four that are out now. I had all four ordered. Not a single one of them is actually accurate to the original 96 issues. They're, they're not. Not a single one. Megatron's kind of close, but the others, no. Well, I mean, that that's how re- reissues work. You're right. Not always. Not always, but we, as like we talked about at the beginning, sometimes they try to really, really hard to match, and they might not have the same copyright stamps, but they'll try really hard to match that paint and match that whatever. But sometimes they'll give you blue eyes when you didn't have blue eyes before. Sometimes they take the martini off your door because, oh, shit, we shouldn't have put that on back in 85. So we took it off for Cookie Crisp, and then we made sure it was off uh, for, for Gold Box, you know? Uh, maybe they added a tab somewhere. Maybe they took a tab away somewhere. Maybe, I mean, there's, there's little differences and they're going to try and make it look like you remember. So these beast force things, that's where it scratches that itch is it's, it's the toys you remember in the look that you remember, but it's not your memory's faulty. But, uh, I've got modern versions of all those dudes. I ended up canceling everybody but primal because primal is like, a hero of my childhood. He's up there with Optimus Prime, but I saw Primal every day. I saw Optimus Prime every month, maybe when I got to rent stuff from Blockbuster. So Man, Primal was see, there for me every day. You love Ron Perlman, then. He's like, you're right. <laughs> um, we'll see. I've never heard him do it. I, I know he was in The Power of the Primes, but I skipped that because it was trash. So we'll see. <laughs> what you I won't, you won't I skip that movie. That I won't <laughs> skip that movie. I can say that I don't like how Jake Fauci is saying we are from your future in the kingdom trailer and that's not great that's anyway so i canceled everybody but primal even though Primal's different he looks cool and i'm considering mold collecting that one which you guys know that's a thing i do i collect every issue of the mold that's a, that's a side thing but those beast wars reissues should be for me because i was there that's my thing i didn't have those toys as a kid and it's like i could have them now but i don't want them now except primal I so, I mean, that's, that's where it hits, though, is is that, you know, it, it, to get a, a mitten sealed box, ultra class primal, you're going to spend $200. Yeah. Here you're going to spend but 50 But I've never wanted that. Okay. I mean, and, and it's, right. I mean, again, this all goes into the, the, the vagaries of how you want to collect. And that's, that's right. all subjective. So, for the people that want a mint in blah, blah primal, the ape, but they don't want to spend $200, here's your $50 option cool check it done but then yeah going back to your point or or a point that was brought up earlier if you want a loose primal it's the same price as the thing but it was mentioned in the chat there is something special about 
you crack the tape on this one. You cut the tape or whatever, and you you were the first one to like. Oh, this this ape smells wonderful, I and it's just like that's delicious. Probably part of the inflated price that we have because there's no way that rat trap takes enough plastic to make twenty dollars. But that experience, maybe. That's that nostalgia. You're you're just paying for the nostalgia at that point. It, it might also be the fact that the 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 number of toys that they're doing the run of. That's you know, fair too. You know they're they're not doing as many, so they they have to price it more for the, just the factory usage. But I mean, it's it's just I, you know you're you're at you're at that point now where that audience, like Christian, you're that audience. You've got real job, you've got real money. You know, come on down to Walmart and buy your 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 past in a, a shiny new box. And it comes back to something like Lucas was saying, too. It's just like, you know, all right, you could buy a used one for that same price, but what kind of condition is it in? How floppy are the joints? Does it have all the missiles and all the, the, the weapons? You know, all, all of that stuff is going to how, you know, is it yellowed at all? All those things come into play if you're buying a loose one for the same price as the reissue. I mean, and, to, to, to and if you're honest, not us, where do you get it? Like, yeah. To be all honest, of us I, know the places to find them. We could go to shows. We would go to cons. Right. We could you know, look at that particular things and find them. But you know, Peter's dude he talked about earlier, Sound Shockwave Beep Boop the Tape guy. Where does that person go to find a good condition old toy? I mean, to, to be honest, I feel like a lot of these reissues and things like too, especially at Walmart, it's one of those things where you know you like popped in to pick up some like detergent and some milk. And you see this on the shelf and you're like, hey, that's cool. I remember when I had that as a kid, like, I want to go ahead and get it. And it's kind of a, a nostalgia player and whatnot. Because, like, you know, I feel like I've had that with Masters of the Universe where, you know, some of those that have come out. Because I'm not as into, you know, Motu as you guys are. And so, or as, as some other people are and whatnot. And so a lot of times it's more that I'm like walking by and I'm like, oh crap, there's a castle gray skull sitting on the shelf. Like, Crassism. oh man, I kind of want that. That packaging looks pretty nice. Um, and so that's, that's where I think that a lot of it is, is that it's just getting people that you're like, oh cool. Like I'll, I'll just go pick this up while I'm, while I'm picking up something else or, you know. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these have come out around Christmas time. So it's like, you know, dad is shopping for his kids Christmas presents. It's like, Hey, Whoa, there's Optimus prime. I, I always wanted that truck as a kid. And, uh, yeah, let me grab that too. And for the Motu in particular, it's, it's, it's kind of like the beast Wars stuff. It's the toy you remember, but it's not, it's a completely new tooling that looks, Looks like the old tooling, but now it has elbows and knees and wrists, and the head looks more like the cartoon, but just this much, just this much. It's not the exact reissues that they did at Suncoast or whatever back in 2000, 2001. I would um, say it's an it's definitely an improvement. It's definitely an improvement, absolutely. It's something that I I don't think we'll ever get with Transformers, but something I've really wanted over the years. It's like take the G1 Prime. It's the G1 Prime, but it actually moves. You know, it actually has articulation the way you want it. So it's like it's old but new. What's wrong exactly with G1 Prime? He's got shoulders. He's got elbows. He's got wrists. He's got knees. He's got hips. What do you want? I want him oh, to move. I want him to move more. I want. I want the full articulation package with it, and I think it would be really cool. And I'd like his fist to actually like 
you know, not be accessory, stuff like that. You I'd know? also like him to be able to hold his gun like a normal person. No, nah, you got to have it crooked. You got to have it. <laughs> you got to turn him sideways to shoot. Unfortunately, I, I, I think the boat, we've, we've gone so far past that that, like, you'll never convince someone to do that. But I would love it. The closest thing we think... got were the clones. The clones were very close to what I'm talking about. The, That's the a good point. Yeah, they, they were really close. They were almost exactly what they were originally. And some of the toys are like that. But, um, like, Six Shot was pretty close. Uh, yeah, I would say Six Shot. But still, it's like they don't take the old molding and say, like, oh, can we add a twisty here and a thing here? But that brings up something I was going to say uh, when we were skipping around earlier and you you brought up, or Christian brought up Sunstreaker, Wheeljack, and the Dinobots, right? Those molds yeah. are gone. However, Prime and Soundwave have both been fully retooled over the years. They've had degradation to the point where they need to have new tooling made for those figures, and the new prices are commensurate with the new tooling costs that we've had to deal with over the last 20 years. Because how many times have Soundwave and Prime come out in just the last 15 years? You know? Yeah, those things have definitely so, fully rebuilt since. Exactly. No, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a fact. It's, it's, someone said it at some point at one of the shows that they've had to fully retool both of those figures. Also so, rebuilt Noise and Graffy from a couple years ago. Bingo. Uh, so it's not out of the the, 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 it's possible to rebuild those, those tools to, to just retool it completely. It's possible, yeah. but is it profitable? I think, like, I honestly, think I think it would be that all those resources have gone on clearance but, at Walmart. Right. And the latest G1 one that was supposed to have come out, I think two years ago is nowhere to be found. Do you remember? There was a fan vote for the next reissue. Who was it, Peter? I don't know. Robo Man. Skywarp Sky won, and he's nowhere. I thought, that, I thought Blaster won, and that came Blaster out. won, and Skywarp won the one after that. Okay, he's so super clearance, Blaster was. Yeah. Well, yeah. he was actually priced right, you know? He was like 35 bucks out of the game. Yeah, that's the funny and thing. And he was is, still on clearance. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because like, what they didn't do with, uh, with uh, Blaster, what they did with Soundwave, was they didn't get the tapes. No yeah. tapes. Blaster is a decent toy with the tapes. But, he's really cool. Without the but tapes, he didn't originally like, come with tapes. The Blaster you remember as a kid for a, the first year and a half didn't have any tapes. He didn't get the tapes I, I, until the movie. No, I know that, but but with Soundwave, you got reissues of the tapes. So with right. Walmart, Soundwave, Soundwave, you got, you got reissues of the tapes. What's that was there? Soundwave came with Buzzsaw. He's Soundwave came there. with Buzzsaw, but you got... No. Ravage, Frenzy, Laserbeak, uh, and, 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 and Ra- um, Oh, you're, you're Rumble. saying that you got, like, the tapes were also on the shelves as well. Yes, the, the tapes came out roughly the same time, so you did got say, the tapes and Soundwave. Did I say Soundwave? I meant Blaster. You said Blaster. Well, I'm saying, say same Blaster, we never got the tapes. So right. part of the draw of having the reissue of Blaster would be then hopefully get a reissue of Ramhorn, Steeljaw, Eject, and Rewind. We did it, yeah. And so it's like all of, all of Blaster's best adventures in the cartoon and the comic, no tapes. True, but everyone wants Autobot tape guy. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry. To me, the most iconic moment of Blaster is is in the movie where he's like, "No way, two can play," and all of a sudden he's and he does it. He does that sick that's, kick. That's, that's that yeah. jaw drop. That though. That's like kick. Blaster hasn't had tapes, but now he finally does. But that yeah, mean do you remember flipping? Tapes. Out when that happened? Yeah, yeah, I do. I remember. Yeah, I, and it was I, great. I remember going bonkers. Yeah. Right, but that's not like when yeah, I you, fell you in love. I was in love with Blaster before then. Triple changer. 
Yeah. Out of but nowhere. Blaster, like they, they finally did it. Blaster was my turning point, actually, on these vintage reissues for G1. I had a blaster from you know, when I was a kid. I picked one up and repaired it with my dad. We fixed the spring and I got all the parts and, yay, I had blaster. So I didn't need one, but I picked up the reissue because I'm an adult collector and that's what you're supposed to do. I was like, I'll just keep them in box. But like, I don't need that. I, I put it in a, a box and I put it away. I haven't seen it in a year. What good is it doing me? I don't, I didn't need to do that. Can we pause for a second? I want to yeah, want to talk more about less re and more issues. What are these adult collector norms that you have to follow that I am not aware of? That's what I'm trying to say that I where, have all these where, internalized where is this, things. Where is okay, this coming so adult, from? Adult collectors of Transformers, in my mind, are G1 dudes, which is you dudes. <laughs> and so I'm trying to like compete with you guys when I'm right. you know, 12 years younger than you. And that, that's just not how well, it works. That's not fair because you were snoozing the first 10 years of our lives. You were not alive. I was you literally were... not existing. Yeah. So like you can't like, why would you even do that to yourself? Because I've been in it for so long that you guys are my peers, not the actual Transformers fans who are my age. Because there were no Transformers fans my age when I got into it. Well, none of us, I think, are projecting that on you. No, no, no. It's not a, it's not a you thing. It's just I've been around it so long that I've been conditioned to be like, yeah, G1's the best. I need all the G1 figures. No, no, I don't. Oh, <laughs> we've, like we've broken your brain. That's what I'm hearing is that we have we have peer pressured you <laughs> damaged the you. Best. i have been heavily in this fandom for over half my life now i started so, really heavily when i was 13 years old that's young and impressionable so what you're saying christian is i learned it from watching you <laughs> so, yes. so one thing i do want to kind of go back and kind of combine your point with like a point that i had earlier is that some of that g1 stuff that's not your collection that's your dad's collection or whatever it might be, you know, right? And so some of these people that are collecting these things, I think that some of these headmasters and putting newer figures in the G1 boxes, I think could actually be more successful. One, because they can do it cheaper uh, a lot of the times, like, you know, it could be 20 bucks instead of $50 or whatever it may be. Um, and then two, it fits in with the other concurrent line that is going on right now. So, yes. like, if you didn't have those headmasters, you could go ahead and get those headmasters, and it fits in with the current Kingdom line or Earthrise or whatever it may be that you've been collecting. Whereas the G1 yep. stuff, it's a completely separate thing. So you're like, well, I, don't, I can kind of skip that because that's not my collection. That's, you know, whatever. my Some, some older collector or my dad or whoever it may be. Let me, Lucas, let me ask you something on this, though. It's like, like, does a casual collector want that reissue of Hardhead in the the old you know the old style box the like the the, the five year old Titans Return um, Hardhead in the G one style box? Is that does the casual fan walking down the toy aisle want that? Can, can I answer that one? I know you I'm not saying they don't. I'm just I want to yeah. answer it too. Okay, Paul, can you answer it first? Well, I think there's brand confusion with that. Casuals can be like, oh, this is my G1 hardhead. And they're going to be like, this head's a little different. Oh, it's fine, though. You know? How much so of that's that weird. did we see earlier this year? I saw a ton of it. People are like, oh, I thought this was the G1 toy, and now I'm selling it on because it's not. I saw that a lot. Really? Well, th I think that's part of the pro. 
I know you said like, oh, put it in the G1 box. That's awesome. I was like, whoa, hit the brakes. Like, I don't like it when they like, this is crustiness falling off of me like a shaking tree. But like, I don't like it when they defile the sanctity of the G1 branding. Like, I did (laughs) not like, I did not like Ectotron in that box. I would have liked it if they made it like all slimy and green. That would have looked cool. But like, it's confusing because it's not an old toy. It is a brand new thing. Did you? And that, I it's, you it's, probably don't watch the show, but did you see that they put that toy in the Goldbergs, the show on ABC? I think I remember. Yeah, 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 it takes place in the eighties, and they're like, "Do you right. want to play with the new Ghostbusters Try Some More toy?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, no." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, now I know this is. I'm not like putting my pitchfork in the sand here, but like, like if you took the someone mentioned show doing the War for Cybertron toys in G1 p- packaging, if it was in the new box shape. And it looked like G1 stuff. That'd be cool as hell. That would be really neat to like That's see that. Yeah, that would be neat. But when you put the box flap on it and you put the old logo and it looks like it's an 80s toy, there's confusion to people that aren't in the know. Yeah, That's but fair. people were getting confused. MP01 thinking that, that was their Optimus Prime from when they were a kid. It, confusion, true, it's going to happen. Always- yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, you're not going to. You're not, you're not going to walk into your Japanese toy store and see MPO one and be like, "That's exactly what I had in the '80s." Because that people were doing that. Well, people doing that were that literally doing that. They were said literally alternators were their childhood toys. Yeah. It's like no, yeah. no, they weren't. Probably after they got it out of the box and were looking at it. But like that branding is a completely different imprint this, than oh, the I old see. G1 okay. toy. The Super the WRX box. is got exactly it. what I had in 1985 on my smoke screen. <laughs> this is totally my Fair Lady Z. This is my one right here. Yeah, I, I'm talking about like that's, the moment of purchase, you know, like the moment of the moment of that. Yeah. And, and I'm, obviously Hasbro likes that they would like to confuse people into buying their toys. That is part of marketing. So, like, I mean, I think the fact so, that they the had this Walmart reissue line for so long that was reissuing G1 figures and then they did this. I think you could absolutely 100 percent say that because. You know, if they would have done this first, it'd be one thing. But the fact that they had all these old G1 toys, I, I could definitely see that where people would get said, confused with though, All the G1 toys, except, you know, the ones you mentioned, Starscream, B, and Devastator, you know, did go on clearance. But the Headmaster dudes seemed to have sold through pretty quickly and pretty well. I was going to ask about that. That was my next point, is, is comparing sales. Uh, we don't know what the sales numbers know, are. We don't know. But, yeah, we don't want the order numbers. They're also twenty bucks. You know, they're, they're twenty bucks a piece versus you know fifty to fifty 60. for a for a cab with no trailer. This isn't my prime. Some people might be confused and think that that wasn't their actual prime because my prime had a trailer. This is right. some Gobot or something. I don't know. Um, I, I want to see the dudes like, wait, how did they get this toy out of my basement into this box on this shelf? I'm very confused. I think what what's coming out of this particular sect of our discussion is that reissues generally confuse people but they should for lots of reasons you know for uh, what what um what is like peter what would you think is like the most successful reissue line if there has been one i'm not saying it's g1 just any of them anything are we talking transformers or are we talking like other talking transformers specifically Uh, see that's that's okay because i was I was online and doing whatever, whatever when the 2001 stuff came out. New Year's Prime and the two packs of like 
Sideswipe and Red Alert and Hoist and Trailbreaker and Thrust and Dirge when they were those, releasing. Those were all Japanese. Those were all Japanese reissues. Yeah, I'm talking about Japanese reissues, though. This was like the first time that they had actually reissued things. I remember balking at, at those. I'm like, why are you going to spend $150 on reissues when you can just... They're on eBay right now, complete and pretty minty for 60 And then, you know, I got them anyway. But but it was like, I didn't understand, I didn't at that point understand the mentality of it, of, of the, oh, I want to crack the box and fresh and fresh. And then, then my brain was like, why the, why are you opening it? Why are you opening a reissue? You could have it in the box and then have your loose one. That you, uh, anyway, um, but the most successful U.S. reissue, we haven't had many. I mean, Target had that Optimus Prime that had the comic and the DVD back in 2007 or so with uh, 2000 it was movie one it was it wasn't just a target though it was wide was it it was wide and uh i mean what other reasons 2008 yeah 2008 yeah first movie first movie ish i like, mean the, the to- toys right the, right. did quite a few reissues back in the day Toys R Us had the, the commemorative, commemorative issues. Yeah, those I are like the same. I like those boxes. Those came yeah. at an interesting time for me. I I was a big fan of the movie. That was my primary G1 when I was a kid. I could finally get a hot rod. But I think if I was a kid now and had the same experiences that I had then, I wouldn't go for a reissue hot rod like the one at Walmart. I would get the Studio Series one. Because it looks like because the cartoon. That looks like Hot Rod. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. And he doesn't he doesn't have extra long janky missiles and unchromed parts because safety issues or whatever. It's it's like they're the the commemorative stuff was imperfect reissues. They they've cut corners for reasons. I understand, drop tests and all that stuff, blah blah blah. But they were imperfect reissues, but they still sold. They sold through. Uh, I didn't start seeing things sitting on the shelf until about Dirge. Yeah. Once they started going to KB and places like that, then they started kind of sideswipe that like that wave. It was like series seven or something was when they started just kind of languishing. And then it all died because the movie came out and people were like, whoa, look over there. There's something shiny and pile of junk. It's cool. Um, it's interesting that that first. I'm trying. Actually, some of those first commemorative series reissues did look like the original boxes, like the, the Prime and Magnus. Prime Magnus Hot Rod, the first the first wave. And then and then they came out with Apex Armor Optimus and it was like, Whoa, what is this? Because that never existed. And then they changed they changed the kind of book style, so it was a very clear this is a reissue of the original. It's not the same thing. It's subtle, but like those though to me, those things like really lay lay out the fact that this is not what came before, but something slightly different. And those ones, once they shifted the box, those clearly were, they were pretty much like the inserts shapes from the book style, like in the commemorative type packaging. But yeah, the first, the first wave when they were saying that Apex Armor is an upgraded roller and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I knew who God Bomber was in 96. I'm not like, I wasn't around in 88. Well, I was around in 88, but I didn't know about him in 88. But it was just like, oh, we finally got a God Bomber. Cool. Wait, now they're saying it's roller? I hate these reissues. So there was like a psychological thing for me where you're doing it wrong hasbro you know you're you're messing it up for people who don't know and now you're giving them bad intel now they're going to be telling me the wrong thing when i go talk to whoever at the flea market in a week when you get me and i just say that there's two there's cod bomber and there's office prime and the index armor great different dudes they look the same they're different dudes that's neither but they each get their own wiki page 
I, I might suggest, I think, I mean, Japan does reissues like on another level than the United States. It's just the way it works. Yeah. And so you, there was a commemorative series. There was the TFC, which is, are those the book club? Are those the book style? Or there was yeah. another commemorative? Transformers. There so Collect. many. There yeah, was, the, okay, there, there was the, just, there were just reissues. The 2001 reissues was just basically 84, 85, just bam, 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 bam. And then they, they started doing the e-hobby stuff, whatever. And then they started doing the Transformers collection, which is the book book boxes. And that was zero through 27, something yeah. like that. And then there was Encore. Cause there, was a, there was like a 10-year stint where there were just like G1 reissues all the time. It was kind of the Encore same. started points. in the wake of the movie. Yeah. Yes. But Encore, like as soon as the book stuff, stuff stopped, the movie started and then Encore started. And they reissued a whole bunch of things that they had just done so in the book like style. Like 2003 through 2013, approximately? Yeah, from from the beginning yeah. of book through the end of Encore, yeah. And then it came back later for other stuff. I'm not sure yeah. Encore's over. For, for, I don't know. Like it, they, don't, The last one was that R.I.D. reissue. It was, it was the Car Robot one, and yeah, but they ate their lunch on that one. That one was a mistake. It was a good, it was a good effort. It was, but they didn't, like I said earlier, they didn't do, they didn't finish G1 before they started, they didn't finish like the, the greatest hits of Japanese G1 before they started going off onto other lines. I mean, they did an encore of Air Assault Optimus Primal from Beast Machines or that whatever, was odd. which was just out of nowhere. And it's like, oh, I mean, neat. We're exploring other lines and that's great. But was that the first one when Encore came back? That was right, right, right about then when they when they pop back up and then they died just as quickly it's like we're back we got we got those pseudo lucky draws <laughs> right that was and it. then we got big convoy air assault you know like zen primal or whatever and and then R.I.D. stuff odd just odd there, there's some things like reissues are great i i think they should keep doing them i i personally like it when you can very much tell it's different, and I have a. You can't see it anymore because I hide it, but I have a line of every version of Starscream in chronological order because I like seeing the differences. Like the on the Encore Starscream, you know it's that one because of the color of the cockpit and the guns are normal. They're not like the U.S. reissues with the big long guns, which are awful. And then there was the one at Walmart is the most recent one. And that one has the nasty, you know, reissue guns, which are awful. But I like that because I like seeing the differences every time they release it. So that that's that's why I do like reissues. Um, but I don't I have it. I always like kind of like, you know. You know. Whatever this is called, whenever they reissue something just because it's rare, because reissuing things that just because they're rare, is always the kiss of death. Stepper was a badass toy. G1 Stepper was one of the rarest toys around back in the the aughts, let's say. That, well, I mean, even in the 90s, that was one of those ones that you, like, whispered about. Yeah. Stepper and Artfire and God Bomber. Did you know that this was available only in Japan? And you're like, oh. And it's it cool. Special. It's a, it's a it black special. repaint. It was a black repaint before black repaints were, like, a dime a dozen. And then they reissued it, and then they brought it into the U.S. even as Ricochet, and no one gave a fuck. 
about yeah. Stephanie. And they just sat and sat and sat. Yeah, but you, we are not. We've already established that we are not casuals. And I then was we're going to very young then. I you can know. be very young and not be a casual. You were rebuilding Blaster with your dad when you were six years old. You were not a casual. The only right. reason people <laughs> whispered about Stepper is because they couldn't have it. It was rare for rarity's sake because of whatever the circumstances were. It was hard to find, and it was a $900 toy in the box. It was crazy. So because it was, they someone looked and said, "Wow, this is so expensive. Let's make a bunch of them. Let's." Let's reissue this and we'll, we'll sell them all. Well, no, because no one actually only a small amount of people wanted that toy and they were willing to spend that much money. But once you make once you give someone lobster every night, they don't they don't think it tastes that good. They don't think it's that special. So so that's why that didn't work out. Same thing happened with Fort Max Encore Fort Max. Huge mistake. It was cool to do it because a lot of people want Fort Max, but like it was still three hundred dollars, and no one wanted it because it's huge. I don't think I think people just didn't know how big it really was, and when they got they the chance, they misremember. Yeah, yeah, it's just you know. Th- I enjoyed that, it myself. Well, it was a subpar reissue. First off, it has problems. I've I've heard a lot, and um, I mean at least it came with the sword, so that's cool. But that was a it, just, it was a dog, I would say. Like it, it was clearanced out everywhere. It's probably more expensive yeah. now, but um, I just it was cool they did it, but they they probably shouldn't have done that, in my opinion. And that's the problem with reissues. You know, you might you might if you look at just aftermarket prices, that's not that doesn't tell you the whole story. And I'm saying that from a hazard hard to predict. You know, like it is hard to predict. <laughs> How how Everything well did you know, like Skylinks and Omega do when they came out in Encore because they hadn't been reissued before? Maybe decently well, uh, but then you know, like Metroplex, I think was hard to do, and it, it got mixed up with that KO, so they didn't do Metro Titan, and like they could have done Raiden, and we kind of thought that they might when they announced the MP and they had that whole railway story in the sky thing scheduled for last year. Like here's the reissue, and here's the new issue, and the, no, I think neither Raiden, one of those are happening. I think Raiden would be a mistake as well because that is like another thing that's rare for rare sake. It was. It was never in it's it's a super fan character and thing doing it as an MP is a different story because it's right. like a new MP is a new MP. You know, like Until everyone you starts reminded me about what happened with Ricochet back in the day. I would have been like, no, you're wrong. Raiden, of course, would sell. Who wouldn't want that? No one's ever had it. But that's the problem. No one's ever had it. No one's no ever had who Raiden is except us. Right. And right. Objectively, they are clunky little toys. I love the train bots. You know, you know, Christian, that I love I the train do bots. Know. And you know that that's why I can't buy them because I don't like G1 toys and I can't just uh, be spending that on G1 toys. I can't. I, I have all the versions of them. It, my brain I know you do. melts I know. for him. I but love yeah, him. I but America, America doesn't have train culture. America doesn't give a shit about bullet trains or passengers. I mean, think about it. It's it's all dudes older than us. One generation older than us and older care about trains. My People dad. our age. Yeah, exactly. People our age and younger. Not so much. I love trains, but I'm, I'm an anomaly or whatever. But yeah, Raiden would be a fun reissue as long as he wasn't pushed to the numbers that we saw with Fort Max and some of the other Encore stuff. Yeah. So, so I wonder if... I I know this is a completely different topic, but uh, that we'll probably do, you know, here in a month or whatnot. But like, you know, I always think it's funny, the collectors versus 
you know, the average consumer collector or whatever, where you're like, why didn't they finish the MicroMasters? Like, those... That's what people really want. Like, people don't want another Optimus Prime or another Starscream and Bumblebee. It's like, no, most people, that's what they want. Like, that's what sells, you know, whatever. Like, you're, you're whatever. Finishing the MicroMaster teams is not, is, is not going to make Hasbro a bunch of money. That's why they can reissue G1 Soundwave and Optimus thousands of times, and it still sells. So much so that they're like, yeah, sure, we'll rebuild the molds for those. We know it's a sure thing. It's a bumble. That they also license out Soundwave to literally anybody who asks. Oh, uh, that thing is ugly. That thing Gotta, is ugly. Got The Lincoln it. Park one was terrible, and this new J Balvin one is is just as bad. I did. I was not worse. I was so I pissed on on Park. What was it? Friday? Was whatever. Friday. I was so pissed. I hate that network company. Fucking hate you. Oh yeah. I hate you, network. And but they're gonna smash give you the money, boxes. just oh. like just like they did with the Super Seven. They're just gonna like just fold that. Well, they folded the card for the, you know for their exclusive. For those who don't know, they folded the card and crammed it in a tiny box. So every figure that you got a specific app for, paid a premium for, and you know limited run, blah blah blah, had to fight for app time to get it. Every one of them came damaged. Good yeah. for you. So your your J Balvin based on a '90s knockoff Soundwave. Oh boy, is gonna they're gonna they're gonna have a guy. They have a guy. His whole job at network is to crush the boxes, like give it a good squeeze, well, and then put it in a padded envelope and kick it no, no, to the post office. Just, you he, know he what? He loves his job. So he hugs every item before he sends it out. So, good I just, luck, <laughs> item. I love you. I just want to point out on network's behalf in the product photo of the box, the corner is dinged to hell. <laughs> so they are so, definitely. You know, give, letting us know ahead of time. Just to make sure that that Jay Balvin uh, toy is not went up yet, correct? Like it's not no, going it's up for a couple this weeks. Week next week. It was supposed to go up last week, but then I think right. they delete it to. I think it's like the fifteenth or something. I'm sure it was a marketing campaign to get people to download it and then like get prepared. You know, right. like they were just right. trying to. So skeezy. They're collecting all of our, you know, information and whatnot through this app, and then, oh. yeah. So Let me, I mean, yeah, you guys might have to change the topic slightly here, and I don't know if everyone would want to participate in this discussion. The fans' toys reissues that have been coming out lately. What are that is a different direction? What's that? That is a different direction. Yeah. Those, those fans' toys groups on Facebook, they, they, that, those are cults, man. Those are the most psychotic, and I include Surge in this because he, he trolls them, and it's funny, because he'll, he'll poke the bears and be like, hey, yeah, I heard it sold out. I heard they're not making anymore, and people like, they literally lose their minds and go on these yeah. crazy rants about whatever. Uh, but yeah, the the Insecticon reissues was the, was the most recent. Like just like, oh my god, everyone losing their their mind over gray chested versus purple chested bombshells, and oh go 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 go. The re reissues or pre orders or whatever are up, and people just freaking out. I mean, good for those who want them, but it seems like a lot of people in, in fans toys specifically. It does, this doesn't extend to the other third party companies. Fan toys, fans toys, shoppers specifically buy as much as they can so they can sell it. And scalp it later. It seems. Yeah, that's part of I'm that's part of how. Of 
I that's think, part of how that whole culture goes for some reason. But, but I, I also think, think the fans toys... Paul was talking about in regards to an expensive toy getting reissued and what does that do to like, the original toy? Like I think, I think that fans toys like has figured out a way to manipulate their supply and demand so that everything that they do is in high demand and sells out, you know, really, really quick. And so everybody is just like, they, they end up selling more of it because, you know, everybody's like, Oh God, this is going to sell out. And so whatever they do, secret sauce, as far as making sure that they always sell out within a couple days and then they reissue it like a little bit, you know, like just throw a few more out there. Here you go. Here's here's your next chance. Here's your next chance. Well, and, and whatnot. How, do you know how much time I, I don't follow fans toys? How, how much time typically goes in between? I mean, the, this, these reissues are kind of a new thing, right? It varies. Sometimes, like, they, they, they did a couple things where they reissued them within a year or two, and now they've got, like, Spotter, they're going to do a reissue. It's been five years since he came out, four or five years. The Dinobots has been four or five years since they came out. Like, I've, I've managed to get my Stomp figure. I traded Ninja Turtle figures for it. It cost me nothing. I got free Ninja Turtle figures from someone that was getting rid of their turtles. It was, like, 15 turtles in the and the party wagon. And I was like, hey, guy at store, you want to trade these for, I don't know, that and he's like sure and then i find out uh, i don't know six months later that stomps a six hundred dollar figure those weren't six hundred dollar turtles i don't know if, if he was just a, a dummy or if i just got lucky but yeah the prices on these things and the, and the frequency between the the reissues they're not even reissues all of them like the insecticons have improvements to the molds spotter's going to have improvements to the mold they're completely doing a whole new perceptor tesla figure because Issues with the first one necessitated a whole new figure, and people are frothing at the mouth for that while still paying three hundred dollars for the original. It's madness. Now, see, I wouldn't call that that one that's is not billed a, as two point right? Like that's right. Not, that was yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, a reissue. Spindrift and Tesla are completely new things in lieu of a reissue, but there are reissues that have mold improvements or changes, physical changes to the mold, for good or for bad, whatever. And people are still eating those up, and the prices aren't dropping on the original ones. So, but I mean, the thing with fan toys is, is that they are—they've been the most prolific masterpiece style third-party creator, and so they just have this following to where you know it, it's almost like if if you only wanted to do masterpiece and fan toys, you'd have a pretty cl- complete you know g1 collection whatnot between those two companies and so i think just like so many people are you know just enjoy the quality and the look and the materials that they use and and whatever that they have just had this this following going and nobody else can match what they do and then the whole thing with supply and demand but yeah like i mean back in the day fans toys like some of that stuff went on clearance back in the day like if you i mean if you've been in a like in 20 16 or 17 whatever it was well i mean i mean 2013 is when their first shockwave came out and then they did like four other versions of shockwave and they just sat and sat and sat the gray one the shiny purple one the little bit darker purple one sat and sat and sat you know it's just eh. the first uh the first scoria uh their first slag figure Mm -hmm. they released three or four of those right out of the gate and then they're like oh okay well these aren't selling and then they redesigned them and made was it uh uh Hybrid cesium or whatever. Cesium. Yeah. Perfect, 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 perfect fusion. Thank you. Perfect fusion cesium. 
And that one sold out, and they haven't reissued that. I'd like to see a reissue of that, frankly. But Well, they hit their stride, and they started, you know, just blatantly making the cartoon characters. Oh, yeah, they figured, out, they figured out the recipe. And, and they yeah. make, I mean, the best thing you can do in business, I know you're saying, like, oh, they're manipulating the market, Lucas. Like, sure, well, possibly. But they make good product. That's the best yeah. thing you can do as a business is, like, oh, do good stuff. Made. I mean, if these like, state accounts are selling for 1000 bucks a set on eBay, no, no, put I'm, them back up for 400 people are going to eat them up. I apologize. Like, I don't mean that I'm that they are intentionally manipulating the market. They might be. I don't know. Like, I I don't think that that's what they're doing. What I'm saying is, and, and I think that Hasbro has kind of figured this out in the last year or so themselves, where they are able to get their supply pretty close to demand, where it stuff just sells out. And so, if you don't get it, you're not going to get it. And so that's it's like I have to, like, and the I way you like, do that is you make just under the demand that way you don't lose your shirt on shit and people are frothing for more yeah and it's not your problem if they're frothing for more really you're you did your job your job is not to appease every single person your your job is to make a thing make sure it gets sold make the next thing right And, and that's the thing is is that um you know a few years ago all this hasbro stuff it always like sat on shelves and went on clearance and whatever. I mean, like there was a time period where a lot of stuff and people were like, well, I'm just going to wait for it to get to Ollie's. Like, I'm just going to wait for it to, you know, whatever, get to, to clearance. It's going to, eventually it's going to, you know, Hasbro's going to, you know, blow this stuff out. And Hasbro has like, I mean, it's not a hundred percent, but I feel like for the most part, they've done a much better job of matching supply and demand. I believe it's a cycle, and we've seen ups and downs. Yeah. Like two, around 2007, Revenge of the Fallen era, it was, it was like this again. But then, as soon as Dark of the Moon came out, they had overshot. And like when they make those decisions on production numbers, it like takes. There's a, a lag. You know, there's like two waves, yeah. and they don't get in sync very often. And right now, we're at an in. COVID and everything, we're at an influx of people that want to collect because they have time on their hands or did, and now they're in it. And we're probably going to see, like, especially, I look at the G.I. Joe stuff, I think they're starting to catch up with demand, mm-hmm. you know? And there will come a point where they overshoot demand again and we, we go back. It'll, you know, it's like a five year ish cycle. And then they'll say, G.I. Joe was a failure. We shouldn't make Joes again for another decade. Yeah. I remember, I remember the, the Dark of the Moon glut. Just shit just sat. They made so much product for that movie. So much stuff. So many twins. So many twins. Extra twins for a movie they weren't anyway. And, and then and all the, the kid stuff. The power bots and the Yeah, the the kid stuff was the real problem. problem. The mainline stuff sold pretty well. It would yeah. sit, but it wouldn't sit forever. Yeah. I mean I, it's I all like gone. Problem, it's all it gone now. Less. Now. Yeah, it's all in my storage. Although, I think you can still go to Five Below and get Power Sparkers from, uh, or Spark, but whatever the the roll across the floor and Sparky things. I think you can still get those at Five Below from Age of Extinction. Those last forever. Part of me wonders the, if it is sparkers? better data that, that they have. Yeah, now. that. Yeah. You know, is it better data? Is it better able to track buying habits? Um you know, track demand based upon pre-orders on things like Pulse and Amazon. We know know. they're more involved with us, which is cool. But you have to imagine that they're somehow more involved with 
you know, the casual fan as well. I mean, everyone I mean, wanted if, if they're looking them, out to us, what else are they doing what, that we they're, can't see? They're talking to Chewbacca mom. They're asking her what her kids want, what she wants as a casual. Featured PulseCon guest Chewbacca mom. You're a casual, right? <laughs> what do you want? I, I mean, we've oh, sorry, for years, time. for years, we wanted them to cater to collectors and they ignored us and ignored us. Well, this is what catering to collectors it's like, is like. It's it's making not enough stuff for you and making more of it for you to collect one. It's it's not making more of the same toy. It's making the same amount of stuff, but more different product within it. So it's the same like this toy line has the same amount of product in it, but it has like 30, 40 characters or 30, 40 unique guys in it versus, you know, 20 that there's double twice as many of. There's so many favorite character was they are spending more on paint. It's better than those foil stickers, though, from a few years ago. But if someone's favorite character was Blue Streak, Ironhide, Prowl. Oh, we lost Christian. I guess his favorite characters weren't Blue Streak, Ironhide, and Prowl. But if your favorite character was Blue Streak, Ironhide, Prowl, Red Alert, Mirage, and you wanted those guys, you got you to gotta jump through hoops. And, no, and very few casual fans are going to be doing the hoops. So they're only going to find Air Razors and Ractonites, which are great toys, and I'm happy. But... That's not what casual. I don't want to say it's not what casuals want because they are selling. But I don't know. I don't have the sauce. I'm not Hasbro. I like reissues. I think they should reissue more weird things in a limited capacity. Yeah, I feel like we haven't touched on that yet. What are the things that we want to see as future reissues? Dino King, Lyo Kaiser, Diatlas. Some of the Japanese stuff would be cool, but. I don't know. I'm just worried. I think it would have to almost be a Pulse exclusive stuff, yeah. which is where they should be doing that stuff and making the yeah, most I think money. That's great. Yeah. yeah, that's the best way to optimize that you're, you're hitting the target audience and they're making it in quantities that aren't going to be sitting at Ollie's. In, in I, I mentioned earlier we were talking about we were talking about Raiden. You know, what if reissues like that were just MTO made to order? I would. That, I would be so down for that. And if they hit the goal, they get made. If they don't hit the goal, they don't get made. Done. Yeah, every, everyone's so like, got such a stink in their mouth after the Unicron thing, but they could do it at a smaller scale more right. often, and I think it would probably be a little more successful. Raiden's 250 and he needs, I don't know, 2,500 people to order it. That could happen. Yeah, yeah sure. that, that could. That would be, that would, I think that would be or, really progressive and cool. I, I think that, the thing that's hard is... They have to rebuild is like $600, and they have to make like 5,000 people to get that. Maybe they don't make that. Maybe there's not a market for that. Right. I feel like that Hasbro doesn't want unsuccessful, you know, things like that. And so they're not just going to put it up and whatnot. Like, they, they have don't want to cookie know monsters. that it's... Yeah, they don't want cookie monsters. I think they could do more fan votey kind of things for that. It would just be two stages. Because it would be like, who do you want to fund next? As opposed to who do you want to come out of Walmart never? You know? Right. The problem, the problem is they got to go through legal and get all the stuff approved, and like do. all the every little fan vote like that probably takes six months even to launch. I'm sure, such a because right. it's a, it's a big corporation, and I've learned a lot about big corporations lately, and they slow, they yep. slow, real slow. Yeah. That means I have a job until next December. Yay! We love jobs. Jobs buy toys. We, we jobs are good. What, 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 what did you ask, Phil? What would we like to see reissued? Yeah, what, yeah. what do we want to see? What are reissues we want? Let me think. 
can I jump on that hot shot that you so derided earlier? No, you can't. Because it said <laughs> no reissues. The cutoff. That's the cutoff. All right. All right. What I think would do really well in about three years is a reissue of the either Movie One or ROTF Leader Optimus in a cool box. We did get that. We, it we was got the, not. We, we the, got the, the Amazon. The Amazon, uh, I can't remember the name of it even. It was Archive or something. I think it was Archive, yeah. Yeah. That never went anywhere, unfortunately. Nope. Two two things in it. The two things. Chronicle. Was that, oh, the point, is that too soon? Is that Chronicle? No, Chronicle is yeah. No, Chronicle, Chronicle, was, Chronicle is Japanese. With the G1 with the, the G1 and the, the modern at that point, yeah. I loved that though. I loved that line. I was hoping they would do a ton of those, but they just did Megatron and Optimus. But but again, I think they kind of did that too soon because if they did it in like 2017, 2018, if you were 12, 11, 12 years old when you saw, you know, the 07 movie, you know, you're you're just out of college, starting barely to make some bills, but you got to pay off student loans. You know, right now is the time, you know, or three or four years from now, at Christian's point, that that audience has got actual disposable cash. Mm-hmm. You, these aren't necessarily reissues. This is this isn't really correct for your question, Phil. But like, I loved. I think the best, and these also weren't really reissues, but the best G one reissue stuff was like the new characters in old molds, molds like Sunstorm. And Megaplex and all the Diaclone guys. Like, I loved that. And now all that stuff has persisted and become, you know, masterpiece toys. And it's in yeah. the, they've, it's they've in the modern line. The canon. Yeah, they're, 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 they're now characters. Now. Yeah. So yeah. in that vein, I would almost like it to go backwards. I would love to see G1 Alpha Bravo, G1 Knockout, G1, uh, what's the chick from the new R.I.D.? Strong Arm, right? Strong Arm. I'd like to see the, those new characters as like just like G one like or like movie barricade. Yeah, that's, yeah, that would be neat to me. But those aren't reissues. Those that's are where the retro like future that. fans project line would have been great if they would have been able to continue. That. I love that line because it's slotted in perfectly with Gen one. They did I that wish... two, three, four times with the skids and screech, and then the ratchet emergency green and Ironhide protect black. But uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, I'd love to see a G1 Prime with the flames. I know that's really (laughs) touchy, but, like, a movie deco. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. And I think that's, I think that adds value. A G1 Starscream with the, you know, the the gray Raptor stuff. That would be super neat. I I would like that. People would buy that. Because so much time has passed where we've all healed a bit, and I think we can embrace, we can, like, we, yeah, we can heal together. Like you should redo like an Astrotrain like in, in white and orange uh, and just like completely off the wall colors. And then you should also do like a Blitzwing, uh, but make hey, them look kind of like flywheels. Those had a really obscure reason behind them. They were like the weird it, one Blitzwing with flywheels and Astrotrain was uh, some Micromaster combiner Back, guy. Tackle, mock tackle, Peter? Something, yeah, something like that. Like some guard city whack Dash shit. Tacker. No, a mock tackle. So, so there, there you go. That's too. That was too deep. Too deep of a cut, right there. That was such a weird reissue. I bought those on clearance. They're 
fine. I never had the mold before, which is why I got it. I, I, I enjoyed it just because it's, I don't know. I, I'm the same way as you guys where I just like off the wall weird stuff. Like that's what, you know, again, like we're bringing up that whatever sound wave, the Balvin sound wave thing. Like, I think that's really cool. Like I, I like them doing that. The, the, the fact that it's referencing some crazy knockoff from whenever. So I'll probably be getting it, but. And it has um, stripes in it. I mean, what? <laughs> I, I felt like that's I really something did think they were pulling the issues out. It's like as many of the tapes as possible. Like they've done some of the, they did the dinosaur tapes. Those were cool. I do want, you know, eight face and slam dance, you know, and, you know all those dudes again. Um, so those are ones that I would kind of dig seeing again. Just give, give me more of the tapes. I would take all the tapes. Yes. that That's the right answer right there. They could have kept going with the mini bots. I mean, they there there are there are smaller dudes that they could do that wouldn't break the bank that they probably still have the molds for at least most of the molds. That would be a lot of fun and would be cheap enough to where casuals would pick them. Hey, I think I remember this guy. This is I don't know whoever. Powerglide. Yeah, Powerglide and some of the throttle bots. Maybe throw a gold bug out there. People will buy a gold bug. I would love yeah. a reissue Cosmos. Oh man, what if what if they made Beast Wars characters as G one toys, like Cybertron toys or something? Now, did I just did I really bur- cross the line there? You sound like Fun Pub like, now. Yeah. <laughs> you made Beast Wars dudes out of the Predacons or something? Uh, yeah, that's forget I said that. I don't know. the The funny thing is, is I feel like all of the things that I would want to see, or a lot of the things I would want to see, probably wouldn't be profitable for Hasbro. Like you said, like, for me, it's like I don't care about getting another Soundwave or Optimus or whatever, but that's probably what would make them the money. So, I don't know. But Dinobots would be cool. Like, if they could do, if they could redo those molds, I think that they could make money off that. I wanted a DevCon Gen 1. That's not a reissue. But uh, going back to the, you know, new redecos of old stuff, uh, DevCon out of Scourge. And uh, someone said in the chat, uh, Enot said, "Drift out of Springer." I would buy cool. that. Sure, I'd love to. I'd love the hell out of it. He even has the sword; it works. Um, uh, and 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 it, there's even the movie tie-in because Drift was a helicopter in the movie. So like, oh god, you broke my brain. It's 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 hitting all the notes. Uh, G1 lockdown. I'd like you know just just uh, who else? Blackout. Um, not not. I mean, I know that there was a MicroMaster named Blackout, but you know, movie Blackout. Oh, okay. Movie. Yeah. Blackout. Things like that would be fun. Or even, you know, finally release that G1 RC out of Chrome Dome. Make that happen finally. Well, I Make think not that, the happiest person on the planet. I think that was like supposed to be part of the Walmart reissue stuff. Like, I think that was like kind of on the, the planning stages, but it didn't, it has not come out yet. Well, I, I mean, they might, I mean, I can see them doing the, what was it, the, the, the BotCon or, or Transformers Club, our Headmaster RC that they did a few years ago. I can see them putting that out in a Gen it's 1 a box. Hascon, man. Was it Hascon? It was, was it Hascon. Is Chewbacca Mom and Headmaster RC. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I can see them putting that at, at Walmart. Slightly yeah, different. You know, that was the best ever because it was all about family. Family. Dom. Dom, where you at? It's a different topic. There we go. Let's just spend the rest of the night just sharing Fast and Furious memes. 
as much as just a meme trend that is right now, I really would love to see that movie. I can't be the only one. Which, Which one? Movie? What movie? If Fast and Furious and Transformers crossover. Yeah. They drive fast sports cars. Transformers like to be fast sports cars. What what's the issue? Sure. I and they're and they're and they're all terrible movies. So they, all, they they go together like peanut butter and I, bananas. I really do prefer the Fast and Furious movies to the Transformers movies. I've At least those seen. are fun. I saw the first two. I saw the first two and I was like, this one is... is nice. Two is terrible. Three yeah. is meh. Four is meh. But once you get to five, all the rest of them are five and uh, yeah. Once they bring in the rock, it, like yeah, exactly. I, I always love that when, when you, someone recommends something and they're like, well, you got to get first through like the first four movies or whatever. After that, don't even watch the first four. Just watch five, five onward. That, that just, this first four seasons. They rebooted suck, it at five. Season it's five. It's great. You just got to get through the first episode of Black Mirror. Then you're fine. Don't watch yeah, the first yeah, episode of Black Mirror. That's what my wife's recommendation I would, is. I would also watch the Fast and Furious Jurassic Park crossover. Sure. 100%. I'll, I'll take it. Can we so... do instead of Fast and Furious Transformers, just to just bring back Gone in 60 Seconds and Transformers, like Nicolas Cage sure. and a Transformer. There you go. Great. You know, we I'm surprised we haven't voiced one yet. We should do a crossover between Jurassic Park and Transformers. Make a toy like that. Wait a minute. That'd be cool. They made a toy that'd be great. I mean, talk about a toy that that you know if they if they aren't doing any more of that toy, and, and that is that is missing the mark in terms of demand and not having enough supply. That's sold out so fast. Well, it's like it's so far ahead. Like, have they did they just put in? The, this is what I wonder because it's coming in November, right? Yeah. So like they, it's already got to be getting made. Same thing. Right? The same thing happened with the uh, what was that time travel movie that you guys like? Back, Back to the, the balls. Future car yeah that thing sold but out that fast was, but that, that sold out fast in the um the the special edition with the, the 1985 the, 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 the thing yeah. it's all it's yeah. all gone like there aren't any they they haven't they're but not they coming. keep running ectotron they've run in like three or four times now yes they have they because they keep but those aren't reissues come out. well they aren't did they well those are re okay so yeah there's reruns it's a retool. The, the the Afterlife one was a retool. New head, new junk came with it. No, they I'm put... talking about the Afterlife one. Oh. Yeah, no, the original. I know, I know what you're saying, Christian. Yeah. The, they have rerun the toy multiple times in the, the original G1 box. Yeah. But those are not reissues. They're not billed as reissues. They are just reruns of the production line. And also Kingdom RC and Wheeljack are not reissues. So we call those repacks. Yeah. It's nuanced. We should, have, we should have started with this. We should have started with that. <laughs> this is part of the definition thing. Well, RC's changed. She has a different tempo. Right. Variant so. alert. I, I I love that somehow we finished up the definition like an hour and a half later. So, <laughs> we came back around to it. We got there. If, if, if you, you stuck listened with us, to the know. entire hour and a half, you're like, oh, okay. I see where they were going I the first couple minutes. I think it gets it gets really nuanced because like some masterpiece toys get rerun, and those are technically reissues, but they aren't billed as reissues. There's later ones that are, like Sideswipe and stuff. But well, I was gonna say Sideswipe, like the original Sideswipe, didn't have like different paint and whatnot. Like 
slightly like variations on where they're trying to fix the the red paint like like the original one like there was there was something and like like magnus when they redid magnus the first time like you know they changed it was that was when they went from takara to takara tomi so they they built it as a reissue it's same thing with the when they reissued megatron mpo5 it was it was takara to takara tomi and it was i mean still a yeah, wonderful I think it was phil's point originally that how much time has to pass before it's a reissue i think it's it, it kind of depends on I, I feel like every production run Every, every like, okay, we're making 10,000 units and we're going to make the next 10,000 in a month. Like every production run has the potential to have differences. You can't, sometimes you don't have them, but sometimes you do. And sometimes that really matters to collectors. Like those differences. It does, but really that, that's, that's, that's the difference between a variant and a reissue. Yeah, scrub and a fucking king. I know the difference. I'm just saying that it's different. For, the, the variances are different for everybody, but the, the company can kind of is the one that determines whether it's a reissue right. or not and then like there's the fan layer on top that like has the final say on variants on, on, right? like mp10 the final run versus mp10 the first run they don't consider those original and reissues they're just more of them later or or but you like the g1 like... prime that came out of walmart last year that's a reissue yeah it's or or like mp9 rodimus where like they made a point to say this is the second run and we fixed the knees and there's right know, but it's everything's the same except for like the date stamp in the back of the box which is the hardest thing to ever discern so or like mpa grimlock where by by the end like you could tell the tooling on that mold like needed to be redone and it was somewhat of a floppy mess by the time you got to the toys r us like 20th reissue whatever they did Yeah, well, typically I I feel like things are billed as reissues from the company marketing them, and that's when we decide something is a reissue. Yeah. Beyond that, it becomes like in, it, we we stray into variant territory. Well, well, that's the question too. Is is like Zaldron was asking: Are the MP pluses technically reissues? No. No. And and They're see, this is versions. the thing. I thought the genius of Hasbro, or not Hasbro Takara, is that they're like, hey, instead of us just reissuing this, because like. You know, they've done that a thousand times, affecting the market, whatever. Like, let's change the deco just slightly. And then we'll get all these guys to rebuy this thing in the new variant color. And we're going to give you a new coin with it, too. So for the people that need that, they're going to we're going to we're going to scratch them twice. Whether it's we're doing coins, we're going to do the little little slug figures, little metal slug figures. The the window tint is different. We've got, you know, different deco, whatever. Yeah, I mean that's they they are new versions. They're not reissues. A reissue is pretty much a straight reissue of the previous thing. But the MP pluses are interesting notes. The the coins are are uh, Hasbro Asia, right? Or is it Takara as well? The, Takara's Takara's done some coins, but most of them are Hasbro Asia. Okay, because that's what like, I, get, I never remember getting. Like if I get the Japanese one. Like, I wouldn't get the coin. If I get the Hasbro Asia, I'd always get the coin. So. I get really I confused about that. found out a fun fact that. about Hasbro Asia this week. What's that? Their, their official DBA doing business as name is Hasbro Far East. But I look... 
But wait, I, I said it was that. a fun fact. I, I had no follow up. I just found that oh, on a okay. list this week. That was, that was it. Done. Why? Why is immigrant song tied into that? Who Who is singing immigrant song there? People People come from. I mean, there's ice and snow in the Far East. Yeah. Up north, there's, there's mountains and stuff. Uh, We're having a hurricane outside. Are you? Yeah, you okay there? Yeah. This This house is a lot nicer than the one that was on stilts right next to the water that got flooded last year. So we're happy that... At the new one, you can't invite manatees in, so... <laughs> no manatees at this house. They were there when we stopped by the house uh, two weeks ago. It was pretty neat. Uh, but no, no manatees here. We have a rabbit. There's a rabbit in the yard. And, and it seems like that's much different than the armadillos and manatees. Uh... I, I miss the manatees. And the armadillos and the raccoons and the possums, they were a lot of fun. They were my, they were my friends. I'm going to miss them. Did they club. make a dress for you in the woods? Oh, they, yeah, did. So... they did. We sang a song, and then I got kissed by this dude that was out there. It was weird. <laughs> so, Bath's oh. also a great time. Book club this week is uh, at 8 o'clock. They're going to watch animated episode 3. Uh, that's 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, 9 o'clock. Wait, sorry. 8 p.m. No, Central, switch that. 9, yeah, 9 o'clock Eastern. Uh, and then at 9 o'clock Central... 10 o'clock Eastern, they're going to discuss Drift Empire of the Stone issues one and two. Ooh. Oh, McCarthy. Guido's art is great. Yes. Guido's art is He came back and renamed Wait. everybody and resummoned everybody else. Yay, McCarthy. Ooh. Hellbat. Gigatron. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, thank you guys for uh, joining me tonight. Thank you to everyone in the chat. Um, you know, thanks to uh, Zaldron, Enots, Catherine, Ron, um, Illmatic, Prime, um, Big Daddy Reviews. Big Daddy Reviews was here? Dope. Big Daddy. Did you say Jay Catherine? Halla. I said Catherine, Jay Halla. I think that's it. If I'm... If I missed anyone, I apologize. But uh, but yeah, thank you to everyone uh, that joined us tonight. Um, I guess uh, anything before we go out? When does the reissue of this episode come out? <laughs> two years. Our, 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 yeah. our timeline is two years between issuing episodes again. Okay. So when, when is the issues episode? Oh, uh, I want to be on that like every one. week. I, I think we, we'll, we'll bring back it's every episode. Yeah, we weave we weave that in with the rest of the episode. So if you chart, watch chart, all, everyone's that's the mental line, line you know, on the whole show. Right, right. So you have like the individual episodes and then the overarching storyline. So yeah, Oof really touches upon that a lot too. Definitely. Oof slash ouch. Oh, I've got so much to tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Just so. that look off camera. They're like, oh, there's some pile there of stuff that's just oof. That's just going to boggle our minds. Should we just do like a Peter episode and it's just you? Like, you're like, here you go. Got more. Got more. You got I, round? Uh, don't forget to check out the Infinity Closet on YouTube. Uh, oh, yeah. Add to Peter. And uh, I have lots of crap that I buy all the time and I talk about it. And, I, and, and, and I, you see me rant and, and, and Twitch. It's a good time. Great. It's my favorite yeah. show. It's a great show. So, all right. Well, thanks, guys, and we will see you next week.
Good night. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another... T-F-Y-L-P. <laughs> ha ha!